0: I think the only thing that will really change is, like, I'll be able to rent nicer houses and go on cooler vacations. But I really don't think <laughs> anything else is going to be that much different. Like, so, and it honestly already isn't. I'm living at my girlfriend's mom's house. Like, you know, it's like, I don't I don't know. It's weird. I, I like, don't. And I don't know. It could change. I could turn into a super douche or something eventually. But I, I really, I don't know. I think, like, I've been, prim- the minor leagues has primed me to just, like, live in any place I or like any like space i could live in a tunnel or like a mansion and just be like cool hey
1: everybody and welcome to episode number 219 of the rose rotation we are more than honored to have this guy as our first guest of 2024 you know him you love him reportedly he's got a new job i don't know much about it i'm ready to find out hello happy new to your tyler glass now how are you hi howdy i'm good happy new year to you as well <laughs> thank you where are you
0: I uh, am at, uh, Megan's parents' house, (laughs) like, I've been here for a while too. So this is how it started. Okay. Season ended and it was only like, uh, we were supposed to, I had to move all of the stuff out of, in the middle of season, this, okay, start over. Middle of season, Mm -hmm. I had to remove all of the stuff in the condo out, or no, the beginning of season, it's been that long. I was living at that place in Tampa, started renovations before season started, moved all the stuff into, uh, Megan's mom's like extra room just like put all of our boxes and stuff and then we moved to Shane's house and like I lived there and did that whole thing and then our renovation was supposed to be done like right when season ended so we didn't Mm -hmm. sign a lease or do anything and we put all the stuff in here and then it's basically been like two months of being like it's almost done it's almost like you know the the contractor like it's done thing so I didn't sign a lease or anything and I've been living I need to send you the picture This is the funniest thing in the world I've been in her mom's house for like two and a half months i think I, it's like all of our stuff in a bed it's like a it's crazy it's like a worse than a minor league setup in terms of like how much stuff of ours is everywhere i'll send you the picture after it's so funny
1: all right so that sounds um ideal perfect yeah like mm-hmm. it sounds silky smooth exactly what has happened um yes. so rumor has it you need to find a new place anyway a little further west than the like west side of florida Yeah. I have to look at places. I might go out there. I was just out there a while ago and I looked
0: at some houses and like rentals and all that stuff and I haven't found anything. I found a place for spring and then I don't know if I'm going to buy a rent, but I have time to figure it out. So I'll,
1: I don't know. It'll be relatively easy though. Just get like a furnished place if just like a rental or something. Okay. I was biting my tongue on that one. It was like, you know, the fun side of things. You've been traded. Like, this was years ago. You know, (laughs) I feel like we've been talking about this ever since you were first on the show. Like, you always brought up the possibility that when you're in Tampa Bay, it's not if you get traded, it's when you get traded. And you just kind of know that when you're part of this organization, particularly when you're a higher-end player like yourself. So now that it's all done, is there a peace of mind with you?
0: It's, uh, weirdly enough, like, I think because I saw it coming for so even though it was for like two years straight, I saw it coming. I, I like happened and I was like, yep. Like my brain's already was like kind of prepared for it. And I'd already like moved around before. And then I guess every big league season in the off season, I lived somewhere different. And then I, so it wasn't like the logistical moving thing wasn't an issue. And then it was more like, I was just, the thing I stressed out the, about the most was like, I wanted to go to a team I actually wanted to go to. And I think when the Dodgers was on the table, and an extension was like, would very much give me more control about where I w- was going. That was the thing I thought about the most. Like if I didn't sign an extension, would I go play at a team I didn't want? And now like I'm going to give away free agency to a team I kind of want to go to. And it ended up being like the perfect storm of going to the Dodgers. So it ended up just kind of working out. And then I think once I figured it out, it was just like a big wave of like relief, you know, like it sucks to obviously get traded, but I for so long, I thought it was a thing. And I, like I talked to Eric and everyone on the raise and it was just like a nice send off and like we're always going to be friends and there was no like weird feelings.
1: So I was just kind of like preferred like that was over and now it's back to normal. <laughs> so was the was the extension done before you got traded?
0: No, they have, like, a, you have, like, a little window of time to negotiate it. And I think there was, like, probably some, like, understanding, obviously, beforehand of, like, what my number was, with their, what, like, a little bit. But you don't really get to talk about it till like, the trade happens. Or you have a window, and if you can't negotiate, then the trade doesn't go through. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. And then we negotiated it, it worked out, and then I did the
1: physical and all that, and it, it was good. So what you're saying is, is that if you guys hadn't been able to come to terms, you would possibly still be a Tampa Bay Ray. That's what it sounds like.
0: Right. I mean, I think I would have been tra- I could have just been if I didn't come to terms with like an extension with Ember, or another team, it would just be like a different trade package for a one year. You know what I mean? It yes. would have been like a yeah,
1: yeah. OK, I get it. When we've talked an awful lot about this, that money isn't your end all be all. And we, I understand that it's still some this is like big boy money we're talking about. This is a nine figure change your life, like for the rest of yeah. your life, money. When you sign the contract, is there a little bit like, I can't believe this is what I'm getting fucking paid to play baseball?
0: I mean, for sure. I think it's always like your dream. It's part of your dream anyway, as a kid, like the financial security of like playing baseball. I think my biggest, I think not much has changed from now. Maybe I'll have a different answer in the future, but I think the biggest change was when I first got like a milli, like a, like a first arbitration contract or like I got enough to be like, all right, I'll be fine if baseball doesn't work out. But I think after I got to like that point of being not super worried about money in the future, I'm like, I have a high school degree, that whole thing. That was always a stressful part. So I think when I got over that hump, I was like, the rest is like icing on the cake. So then I signed it, obviously, and I'm like, this is cool. And I think the only thing that will really change is like, I'll be able to rent nicer houses and go on cooler vacations. But I really don't think (laughs) anything else is going to be that much different. Like... So, and it honestly already isn't. I'm living at my girlfriend's mom's house. Like, you know, it's like I don't, I don't know. It's weird. I, I like don't, and I don't know, it could change. I could turn into a super douche or something eventually, but I, I really, I don't know. I think like I've been, pri- the Miley's has primed me to just like live in any place I want or like any like space. I could live in a tunnel or like a mansion and just be like, cool. So I think that's like a cool thing. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I, I always love your off-season Instagram because I, I love following where you go. So you can not only stay in nicer places, you could buy nicer islands now. I don't know if you could buy, I
0: maybe you can buy some islands, maybe. Maybe like some smaller ones with no plumbing, you know, something like that, potentially. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely think that like the purchases can get like the fun experience things can instead of like, it's like, oh, do I want to do it? Is it? It's just kind of like, yeah, do it. Like, it'll be a cool experience. You know
1: what I mean? I don't really have to like second guess that I can do a lot of cooler stuff. So it sounds like a fixer up island is what we're going to buy.
0: Exactly. If I do go the direction of buying an island, I think it's going to be like a, a, a fixer upper. Yeah.
1: All right. Happy New Year. It's resolution time. You know what that means. You're going to say words that you're probably not going to stick to. But let me help you. Okay. You want to eat a little bit better. You want to take more time for yourself. You don't want to spend as much time in the grocery store. Perfect. Our friends from HelloFresh can take care of all of those issues. They will save you time with the breeziest resolution with quick, convenient recipes. They're delivered right to your doorstep. You actually get to choose the meals, select your delivery date. HelloFresh handles the meal planning and the shopping. All you have to do is like poke it with a fork, stick it in the microwave, and then eat it and fill your Belly. Can you do all that stuff? I bet you you can. So don't let recipe boredom strike because HelloFresh has more options than ever before. Dig into their biggest menu yet with over 45 dinner options and choose from weekly and even more market add-on items that suit any lifestyle. For me, it's not only just for dinner. Like I don't know about you. My problem time is, is lunch, right? I do a lot of work from home. So I open the fridge and I look and I was like, oh my God, so then I end up eating some piece of crap that I shouldn't be putting in my body. Instead, HelloFresh is going to take care of you. You prep it in like two minutes, you down it, and you feel oh so much better. So now now I want you to go to HelloFresh.com slash rotation free. Did you hear me? That code word is rotation free for free breakfast for life. That's one breakfast item per box with subscription while it is active. And it's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash rotation free. Once again, the code word is rotation free. Start using America's number one meal kit today. Believe me, you will thank me later. Okay, let's dig into the Otani side of this. True or false that he reached out to you?
0: Yeah, he sent me a video before the trade, like closer to the trade. And said like, uh, yeah, he was like, uh, I want you to join the team. I hope to join you or like he's going to join me in the pitching staff the next year and then he wants to hit home runs for me and the team and I was like wow it's pretty pretty cool pretty neat
1: is that a deal closer or is it just like a nice extra it's a nice extra I definitely like I'm it wasn't like oh
0: yeah I'm gonna do it now but I think <laughs> I think when Yotani signed to the Dodgers I was like Ooh, that adds like five percent you know what I mean it adds like a that adds a lot of points it'd be cool to like have him on the team to hit a lot of homers and pitch really well. Like the chances of winning goes up. And I think just, he's such a unique talent It'd be cool to play with him. It definitely it's, you know what I mean? Like it ticked it up into like, Ooh, the Dodgers would be cool, but I was already like the Dodgers would be great. So, but it definitely did a little something
1: for sure. Um, how many friends, childhood friends did you hear from the minute it was public? A
0: ton, like a lot. I think it was like 300 plus messages, like a bunch. Uh, it was, It was cool just to hear all that stuff, and I'm and and like the whole day for like a day and a half because I'm not gonna like not respond to anyone even if you haven't talked to me a while. So it was literally I was with my brother in L.A. and I was doing like the physical and everything, and we would go like tour the stuff, and we were even at dinner. I'm just like get this over, like I had to just like bust him out. He's like cool about it, but it was like a good day and a half where it was just like I'd reply to 40 things, and I'd look back at my you have like the little red marks. It's like 50, and I'd spend an hour and a half being like thank you, very excited, I can do it. And then I'd look back and it would be like 50 and I, I couldn't like get the number down. And I would just I was like, sorry, Ted. And he's like, I don't care. It's fine. And I just was just like ADD and out on just trying to get it over with. Cause I knew like, if I let it linger, I would just like forget about it. So I just tried to like bust them out
1: and then I was good. Um, was there a particular person you heard from that you were most excited?
0: Well, I think it's uh, like, Probably just like the good, the day one friends, you know, like the people that I've known for a long time and then family and people like that. Not like not like a, uh, I can't think of anyone specific, but like people that have known, I've loved, you know what I mean. Like tried to do this my entire life. Like holy shit, like fighting for the Dodgers. Those those type of text messages
1: were the, mo- the coolest ones. Okay. Um, true or false? There is now more pressure on Tyler Glass now, and now that he is with a team that has to win it all and that you're getting paid what you're getting paid
0: uh probably i'd assume so not right now in the off season i'm not like really thinking about it but i think that's like the pressure doesn't really happen until like it becomes relatively real like it becomes in season but i think i'm sure yeah that has to be but i I also think like i don't know because i've only played for like tampa and the pirates but i think i've i've like gotten so i've done this for a pretty long time to where like it's always been routine oriented to where like even if i felt it in in with the raise it's like i think the one thing that's always kept me grounded is like okay you had a whatever bad start good start like next day is a thing like you can it's all mapped out kind of so like i think the external stuff and the pressure is real but it's also just it's like as real as you make it like if you if you go in and like like go on twitter and like look at all that stuff Like I kind of stay away from it to where I think I can kind of block it out like if you just kind of shoo out the noise you know what I mean it's like you kind of can stay in your little bubble and not like avoid it at all costs but I think there's a lot of things I think what sometimes like multiplies and escalates pressure wise for players is like you have to know what people are saying about you and I think that's when it starts to like so I, I think it's gonna be a learning. Like I have to figure out how it's gonna feel, but I'm relatively confident to be like, I know I'm good at pitching. I have a really good team. I just have to pitch well. I can't really dictate like us winning the World Series. I just have to do my part and then we'll see how it goes.
1: You guys were great in Tampa while you were there. But people not that they didn't care. I guess they didn't. If you're great, great. If you're not great, well, it's because your payroll stinks, right? And is super right. low. In LA, it's going to be a totally different story. Is that exciting for you? I think the most exciting thing about it is like playing on a caliber team like that and playing
0: for my hometown team, like all the familiarity of it all. You know what I mean? Like going there as a little kid and seeing everything like that. I think I don't know what it's going to feel like until I'm there. Like I haven't spent much time being like, I want, like, how am I going to? I really think it's going to be one of those things. And I also think the first year or so it's going to be like, okay, I kind of now I have like an understanding of what this is all going to be about. And then I'll have like five years to tailor, like like kind of figure out what it's all about. Like you can only really understand it when you're in the situation, you get thrown into it. So I have no idea. I'm not like. Super nervous about it. I'm not super. I'm kind of just like I have a job and I'm going to do my job. Like I did it with Tampa. And then as the stuff comes up i'll kind of feel it and just be like all right how am i gonna like you kind of navigate it when you feel it you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm.
0: Other than i don't know if, if there's anything i can do to like to like prepare for it you know what i mean like i already do all the things i can do and then it's just going to be one of those things like whatever happens happens and i just gotta ball out
1: <laughs> yeah but it's going to be cool to walk outside of the dugout on days where you're not pitching look around and see 45,000 fans every night. Oh, yeah.
0: That was the original question. Sorry, I totally just went over that. It will be awesome to have, like, I looked up, too, they had, like, the, where I saw it somewhere, they had, like, the number one attendance in all mm-hmm. of baseball, which is sick. And then, um, I mean, and I also, like, the people in Tampa were extremely supportive, especially, like, our TV contract was, like, top 10. You know what yes. I mean? Like, a lot of people mm-hmm. watched, but, like, the stadium and everything like that wasn't exactly the most, like,
1: lively place to be. But, yeah, it'll definitely be a, a different experience. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about it. Um, So have you heard from anybody else other than Shohei? Yeah, I message people like, and then you do like the Instagram follow stuff and all that
0: uh, and I talk uh, to Walker true. on Instagram and like, you know what I mean? Like you exchanged small stuff. Um, and, But
1: I think for the most part, it's all gonna be like creating like the relationships in spring and talking to everyone then. So you don't really know many of the guys on this team i don't think i know Yarbrough
0: and jp fireizen which is i'm stoked about i love both of them a a large amount and then i've heard nothing but good things about like everyone and i think part i am like excited to go to a team that i don't know anyone on too and like when i went from pittsburgh to tampa i didn't know anyone there either and i was like it's kind of weird for maybe like a day or two but it's also like you get you know what i mean like you just like meet new people you all have like a I'm not going in somewhere that I know nothing. Like I play baseball, they play baseball. Like it's, you know what I mean. We already like it's such an easy like, hello, I've seen you from afar. You, you know, like that type of relationship that it's not really nerve wracking. Like I'd like to. It's cool to meet a bunch of different people. My favorite part about Pittsburgh to the Rays was like I just met thirty new people that like you become friends with and like see in the off season. And it's like I get to go do that all over again, which will be pretty sweet.
1: No, I think that that's great. I and yeah. I think you'll have a tough time assimilating. You're very shy, and you know you're going to be on your phone and in your um, locker, and that's it. We'll Probably see some days, days, but not for the most part. <laughs> no. I think no. you'll, I think you'll be good to go. <laughs> yeah, because um, yeah, I mean, you played it. You played against Mookie, obviously mm-hmm. a little bit, and then he got traded. I don't know how much you faced him. I don't know how much you faced Freddie Freeman. Just a handful a few times, times.
0: Mookie, I feel like I've faced them like a good amount of time, and like I've t- I've like exchange like one or two words with Freddie like on the field like walking out the field and stuff like that and I've just like I think too you do your vetting of all the people on the team and I think Andrew too is like Eric in the fact that they don't really get people that like suck in the clubhouse like they don't get any like you know what I mean so it's like all the research I've done I've I've not a single person's been like I don't like anyone I don't like this person or that person it just seems to be like pretty
1: chill it's like the Rays kind of same mentality um what have your parents said they no longer live in southern california but what did what did they say the minute it happened
0: uh they were excited and i was kind of filling them in on the stuff and like hearing everything so i think they kind of had a feeling at like one of four teams but they were extremely excited i called them and i just was there for christmas and it was it was amazing just like talking to all them and like talking about I'll be able to see them more and talking to Ted and Carly and they're about to have a kid. And it was just it's cooler to just like be home. And I'm excited.
1: Uncle Tyler. I know it's going to be great. Like, I can't wait. <laughs> when when are you becoming an uncle? I think their are
0: due days in April or March. And I should know this, but I don't. But it's like in that April, March area, I think pretty sure it's April.
1: So it, it could coincide with the birth of a new start for you in Los right. Angeles and Dodgers. Weird how the world works. Yeah. Have you seen uh, like the mock-ups of you in a Dodger? I know that the uniform, you're wearing number 31, but have you seen some of the mock-ups of you in a Dodger? Yeah, I've seen some of the yeah stuff on, online and stuff. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I've seen that one. That's the one I saw.
0: A good, whoever edited that did a pretty good job. That's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because of the because of the ice around your neck. and it's... Who's is that? Whose jersey is it is that Verdugo or like or Mookie? That <laughs> the be. chain in the. I think it is.
1: Might be. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's a weird
0: edit. But the other one was pretty sweet.
1: Yeah. No, no. It's, yeah. uh There you go. Yeah that that looks very you.
0: Mm-hmm. It does.
1: It looks like a normal edit.
0: Did you have I like, like
1: a Did you have like a Dodgers uni when you were a kid?
0: Yeah, I had probably like more. I more like a shirt guy or like a mm-hmm. like a T-shirt. Like a, yeah, something like that or like a hoodie or something. Uh, but I did have one, and I had like some like memorabilia things and like balls signed by guys and you know like all that stuff that like kids have in their room.
1: Yeah, I forget how old are you? Thirty. Thirty. Yeah. So your wheelhouse is like the early two thousands, like sean green type guy mm-hmm. omar was probably playing for them then yeah you know why so i like sean
0: green a lot and then i read his book too and i was like i like him even more that's when i started really liking sean green after i read his book but when i was a kid too i wasn't like a super fan like i would go when i could like going to the games if you ever not, had an opportunity i would jump on it and then i would watch him like my dad would always have him on in the backyard we'd go hang out and like watch games in the backyard but i wasn't like super Knew all the players. I just kind of had my dudes, and then I watched
1: them. Have you ever even lived in LA as a grown-up? Because you got drafted right out of high school, and
0: uh, no, yeah, I lived in Manhattan Beach one off season actually, okay. and then Hermosa one year, yeah, Whoa. for
1: one for like three months, yeah. Okay, that was fun. Yeah, how'd that go for you?
0: It was cool. I just went. I was alone. I just went over. There. I didn't even know anyone either. And I was like a while ago. I think it was like six years ago. And I was just like. I'd wake up and go work out. I think I went to the Exos. Where did I work out when I was there? I don't remember, but I would just go work out every day and then go and like just be bored. Maybe I went on like Tinder or Bumble or something. And then I, like, I would meet people that way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, I, re- yeah. I
1: remember that. But you used to take the, the Tinder Bumble overseas too on yeah. your vacations where you would go yeah. by yourself. Those are the best ones too. Yeah, that was that was a good time. Yeah, delete app now. The lead app.
0: Yeah, I haven't had those. And I, even when I was like single at the end, I was like, these suck. Like, I'm not kind of weird. I don't want to be all of these. I was like young. I think it was like 20 or something when I went to Manhattan Beach. Mm
1: hmm.
2: Caught in the interruption, but DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code ROSE. And new customers can bet just five bucks to get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. With promo code ROSE, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 8778 hope Y or text hope and Y four six seven three six nine. in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of the Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 Hours after issuance, cdkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. Now back to the show.
1: You said that the, the Dodgers were one of three or four teams. Do you even know the other teams that were involved?
2: I just heard like rumors
1: and stuff and um
0: like the Braves Dodgers. I heard like Cincinnati was in there. I heard Angels a little bit. I heard the Cubs and I heard Cardinals, I already say that? Braves, Cardinals, Cubs, Dodgers, Reds, Angels. I think that was, I think there was a couple other ones. And like some small inquiries, but nothing like too crazy.
1: Most of those would have been pretty interesting. I don't know how many of them would have been extensions. I could have seen the Braves getting into the world of an extension. I could have seen possibly the Cubs. But I don't think the Reds would have gone extension, right? I don't think that's their... MO right now. No, Ain't that's pretty popular. accurate. From what I heard, that's that's what I heard as well. And I didn't even get like
0: super strong information, but like that's all the same thing that you just said is like, what the what it was. Okay.
1: Let's get into your offseason travels a little bit. Let's start with the super, super fun stuff. Is that you saw our buddy, one of our co-founders at John Boy Media, Jake Storyali at Co yep. wedding? Yep. How was that?
0: It was fun. He was my table mate. We hung out. His wife, my girlfriend, it was awesome. Yeah, it was Jack Archer, his girl. It was it was very very fun. They put on a really sick wedding, and it was in Mexico. And everyone like hung out a couple of days before, and then we went to the wedding, and it was like insane. It was awesome. It was a cool, unique wedding as well because they like took your phones, and then you got shuttled in. So it was like everyone was there with no phone. It was a very like old school feel, which I really really liked. And then did the normal wedding thing, like ate the food, danced, had a good time. It was, it was an awesome time. It was one of my favorite weddings.
1: So I have been told to, um, put your phone away for a weekend. Like I can't do it just when I work, I just can't do it. And I seemingly work just about every weekend of the year. So I haven't done it, but everybody says it is like a full flush out of the system. You feel great when you're not checking your phone. How was that? Yeah. It was cool. It was only for like a day or like half a day.
0: And I think it was cool. It's just, yeah, when you're at a wedding, like you're not really checking your phone anyway. So I didn't really think about it, but I do think there is also a world in which, cause like what you do is like very phone dependent and talking to people and everything like that to where like, fine. If you don't have a phone for three days, you might have like separation anxiety of like I'm missing all these messages and I'm going to have to email 50 people. And like, there's all that. But if there was like a national holiday that was like a three-day weekend that's that would be pretty sweet I do think I've had some times where I've been or like you just I don't usually keep the apps on my phone either like Instagram or Twitter and Mm -hmm. I just use the desktop because and it's such a terrible thing to where you go on it for three minutes and you're like I can't and you just exit out of it and when I have it like that it's it's better but when I get sucked into like the you know what I mean that like algorithm and I'm like oh that's when I, I hate it but as long as like I'm not really on my phone a lot if I don't have like that on it um, was that the first time you met Jake in person? Yeah. I talked to him on like Instagram and stuff and we've like had exchanged messages and stuff. That's the first time I met him. Yeah. And he's a funny, was... he's a funny human being. I like him. Good personality. He can talk some baseball I talk anything really like sports. And then saw him in the gym the first day we chatted up a little bit. And then, yeah, he's the man. He's a good dude. He's just like, I think too, like how he is online is how he is in person. And that's always something I appreciate in people, you know?
1: Yeah, taller or shorter in person than you thought? I'd say
0: about about even. Maybe, maybe like give or take an inch, but I thought I was like pretty accurate. I think when I saw him, I didn't have any sort of like, oh, you're shorter or taller or anything like that. I was like, yep, seems about right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And him standing mm-hmm. next to you is quite the sight. Yeah, sure. It's a different. I too.
0: I have like a weird I'm I think a lot taller than most people, so I think like after a certain I'm just like everyone's kind of short <laughs> like at a certain level. I'm like you're like what in the range of like five something to five something or I don't know. It's like I don't really have like a a good height dar.
1: <laughs> I love it that you said I'm taller than most people. Yes, like yes. come on, let's be honest. Ninety nine point nine six percent of the venues you are going to, you are going to be the tallest person there.
0: Yeah I, would, yeah, I think it's pretty fair to say 99.9, maybe like 99.8 certain places, depending on like an athletic event, perhaps. So where uh, like tall people enjoy like a basketball game. You have like all the players. That's like yep. 10, probably 11, plus some sprinkling like eight out of the thousands of people there. Like I'm trying to do quick math. That's still probably 99.9%. So yeah, yep. you're probably right.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's very few times where you're walking into a room and, and you're looking up just saying
0: yeah yeah that's true
1: okay um mm-hmm. how pleasantly surprised were you that Yamamoto signed on the dotted line with Dodger Blue yeah that was
0: awesome too I didn't think it was going to happen like I didn't really do any research but I was like okay well they just did like Shohei and then me and then I wonder I kept hearing like he really wanted to go to New York and I was like oh dang it would be sweet if because my agent has them too and I was always like what's up like I didn't want to pry I don't wanna, you know what I mean And I was just like, what do you think? He's like, it could happen. Like maybe, you know, he like kind of keeps it vague. Just like kind of get the same information. And then when it happened, it was, it's awesome. I'm excited to go meet him and meet like the guru guy he has and like do all that stuff. And then just like talk to him about, you know, the fact that he's like young, coming from Japan, like super fresh, you know, and then like the whole philosophy, how different it is. And like, he's not a big weight room guy. He does a lot of flexibility. And I, I'm like kind of not as much anymore a weight room guy, but big into flexibility. And I'm like, what can I like take away from you and your guru, man? <laughs> like how do we can bounce ideas off each other? A lot of good dugout talks with a translator for sure.
1: Yeah. And um, he's going to give you a race for best hair on the Dodger staff. I'm just telling you like dudes. He's, he's got the flow. Yeah. He's got the yeah. whole LA look down. He does already. He does. And too, I, t- I
0: was talking to my agent and I'm like, how is he? And he's like, he's, He's like the man, he's very confident, like, and I think for, I don't know this, but I think for the most part, like Japanese players, I think are a bit more like, and he's very like the same, like respectful Japanese, like hardworking, but I also think he's got that dog in him. Like, he's just like, you know what I mean? He's kind of, which is awesome to have like best of both. That's like the best formula for a human. So I'm excited.
1: Uh, I believe in the athletic world, they call it, he's got a little fuck you in him. There you go that dog fuck
0: you kind of whatever you want exactly
1: uh john Heyman put out a tweet that said perks in yamamoto's dodgers contract personal trainer physical therapist interpreter then he's got the four business class round trip airline tickets we're going to max that out at eighty five hundred uh per year then a premium economy round trip airline ticket all to be used for family throughout the year and best efforts to make japanese food available so there you Ooh, go. That's in. His that's contract. awesome. That's mm-hmm. great. See, my agent does a great job. So did you get any of those perks in there?
0: <laughs> no, I didn't even ask for it, to be honest. I probably should have. We didn't even talk about it, really. Like, I didn't even, I think to extension sign, like I don't really want a suite. Like I'm kind of down with like the small hotel rooms, like that type of stuff. And then I didn't, no, I didn't even think of like any of that stuff. I was kind of just like, I can, it's fine. I can just, I'll pay for it. Like <laughs> I, maybe I should have, but I didn't really
1: care i just wanted to like get traded and go you didn't ask for one thing w- mm-hmm. wait why are you mr six foot eight more comfortable in a like a twin bed setting than a suite well no i want like a king bed
0: i just mean like i guess like i don't really need like a couch in a hallway of, like an extra i just like i go and i sleep and then i i don't have kids i don't have like i'd rather you only get so many suites on the road too and i'm like why would i get one i don't have a child like you know what I mean? And I'm cool with like the little spaces. I'm living in a room here with like all my, you know, I don't, I don't really care about that. Maybe as I get older and have kids, maybe I could just be like, talk to someone and be like, give me a suite or something. But as of now, I don't, I don't know. I kind of just like a normal hotel room and I'm like used to that.
1: So yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm excited to see the, because um, not all baseball teams travel the same way. Mm-hmm. I think that's a little bit of a misnomer. Some people, don't know that you don't most teams stay at the same hotels and everything not all of them some of them are a little more expensive i Mm -hmm. imagine the doctors the dodgers traveling party is going to be pretty good
0: i think so they have such a huge traveling party that the plane is like a normal so you you get like your own it's like a normal plane like a normal charter plane so it's like the rays because it's such a small traveling party you get like an nba charter plane which is like a a seat, they all reclined. You have like tables, and it's like, the whole, it's kind of like a private jet feel. But the Dodgers, their traveling party is way too big. So it's just like a normal standard seat that you get like a, a row in. And I asked about that. And I was like, dang it. Like, I'm going to miss that flight. I'm going to miss that plane because the leg room on like, I think players though get like some get first class, or I'll probably try to snag an exit row, you know. But um the Rays playing, the coaches got first class, but the whole plane was first class. So no one really cared, you know. And then I th- the hotels we stayed at with the Rays were like – I think with how, like, quote, unquote, cheap the Rays are were or are or whatever, they were, they took care of the players really well. We got, like, a, a show plane. I only think, like, a few teams get that plane. And then the hotels we stayed at were insanely nice, like nicer than I think a lot of other teams. But I'm sure the Dodgers stay at
1: very, very top-tier hotels. Uh, best road hotel in the show is what all any four seasons you can
0: stay at, you know what I mean? Like depending on the city too, like guys don't, I guess like I'd rather care about the city more when I'm out, like in the off season, because I'm like doing more, but in season you're playing baseball, going back to the hotel, maybe go to a dinner here and there. Uh, probably some, some four seasons. The new Boston ones is sick. Is really, really sweet. Baltimore is sick in terms of like hotel itself, just the hotel I'm talking about. Uh, oh, what else? The one in Miami's dope. That one's really cool, but it's all there. Di- and I've stayed in a bunch of different ones, but the ones I remember the most are like all the four seasons. Cause everything's just nice. And there's like iPads in the walls and like weird stuff and like automatic curtains
1: and all that like weird little, little fancy things, you know? That's awesome. Uh, have you watched like when Yamamoto signed, did you pull up tape on him just to start? Because his delivery is so unorthodox compared to what we're used to seeing here in the States. Yeah, so I've known about him for a bit because I had the same agent as him. He would send me,
0: like, videos and TrackMan stuff, and I love all the TrackMan data, so I would, like, look at it. And before you said, like, years ago, I would look at it and then, like, see, like, okay, he's got, like, a splitter at this, he's got that. So I'd look at it, like, from, like, an analytic lens, and then I would see his mechanics as well. And it's traditional in the sense of, like, balance point, stay there, and then use all your force other than he has that, like, momentum into the quick step which is sick, but it's like, it's similar enough to people's, but unique enough to look much different. But I think like the staples of the delivery are very much like all the checkpoints are, are the same in like a good delivery. Like there's a, and he's, and I think someone who throws at his angle, if you did like a biomechanic line, everything would look similar until the, until the, the quick step, like the way he distributes his weight like that, like, yeah, like his, his line of his head and his glute go straight home, but he's just got that weird little quick step. He's not doing anything crazy. It's just like super efficient, small movement, and he's like super athletic, like super quick, and he's quick to the plate, clearly. Yeah, like that, yeah. That's pretty pretty standard. I mean, not standard. It's nothing. It's not standard at all. It's a elite. But as far as like, yeah, the, the basics,
1: like the staples, he's he's like mastered it. Is there something strange about being in the game that as long as you have been knowing how good the pitchers are in this league and a guy who has never thrown a pitch in major league baseball is now the highest paid starter in the history of the game.
0: I not to me, honestly, I think the fact that he's 25, it's it's not really like if, if Garrett Cole was 25 and he was pitching, like he was pitching, he probably would have gotten $500 million. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that you have such a young person who's already shown that he can throw so many strikes and execute so well. And like, and nowadays too, the ability to like forecast how talented and how well someone, how successful someone will be is like foolproof. They're obviously going to be like outliers, but with the track man data and the Hawkeye and everything, it's a formula of like, this guy will probably like, I've seen the mock-ups like the internal stuff of certain teams will be like, and they all have their own internal rankings but like every year it's like these 20 will probably be the top 20 pitchers and it's like maybe one or two is not accurate but it's like basically the same so i think you just plop them in to uh an algorithm and it's like and he and it's like stuff dependent it's like his track mandate the way he spins the ball the way he releases it his extension all those other things and then you just press enter (laughs) it's more complicated than that but you and then it's like, yeah, he's gonna be pretty good. Like, and even if he say he like didn't do well, like people would always value him that high because the computer values him that high. And to say he has a bad season, it's like that's not it'll come back around and he'll and he'll pitch well. And he's 25 years old. So it's like if you give him what was he signed a 12-year, 10, mm-hmm. 12? 12, 12, so like he'll be 37 or six, depending on his birthday. Like I I think, and I think the way the markets moved in baseball the last, like, how much money the game has generated. It's a lot, but I think in 10 years or five years or whatever, you're going to, like, someone else is going to outperform that. And then, like, Strider, how much is that dude going to make?
1: How old is he? I think he's he's 25, if if that old.
0: And then he's in arbitration two right now, right? Or one? Well,
1: they signed him. Remember, they signed him right away. Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. They did. Damn. He was the one pitcher that they signed everybody else was the position player. He got like, I want to say like a six year 80 million or 85 million with. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know. that's like his minimum years plus his RB years.
1: So they valued him extremely high. At
0: least he like, you know what I mean? Like he got like the, he probably only gave away what, like one or two years of free agency. So even after that, he could sign, like if he went like a four or five year deal, he, his AAV will be like 45, probably that dude's disgusting. So like, I think it's just the fact that he's so young, and you have pay such a surplus for like a guy's 25 to 29 years that like, he, there, it's probably all in their head valued. Like the first four or five years are probably like fifty five million <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it's like, and then you're just, you're paying for the later years, but he takes really good care of himself. And I mean, he's going to probably be a great pitcher for the whole 12 years. Uh,
1: by the way, our amazing producer, Rob Shirocco six years, 75 million for Strider.
0: That's yeah. Oh, six. Oh, okay. Nice. Yo, he gave you that live. There you go. Nice.
1: Robbie's the best, man. Producer, duh. What am I thinking? Yeah. (laughs) He produces. Um, What is the possibility that baseball fans have yet to see the best of Tyler Glass now?
0: I think that I haven't even, like, scratched it at all. Like, in 21, I felt pretty good, but I still was, like, my arm was going to fall off. So, but, like, all mechanically and everything, I felt really, really good. But it was just, like, all the other days sucked. Like once I warmed up, I felt fine. And then everything stunk after that, like in terms of arm health, but I was still able to perform. And then I think last year was like, in terms of feeling on a mound after TJ, like consistently mechanically, probably one of my like worst years, but I had pitched enough to be able to like, you know what I mean? Like if I had that same feeling when I was like in Pittsburgh, I was young, it would have been even worse. But I think, I was able to like get by and even metrically like all the advanced stuff when i look at like biomechanics stuff like i was different way different and then the last two starts of the season i started to, like okay i'm getting it and even my good starts in season this last year i'd be like like so frustrated and kyle would just be like calm down even like the boston i think i struck out like 14 and i was like it's not right like something is wrong i'm not normal i have to think about all this stuff and, and i think the last two starts of season and one of them sucked. And then the last one is really good, not including the playoff start. I was like, I'm on to it. And I think the second to last one, I, I walked like four dudes in the last inning against the, the Blue Jays, but I was like, I can build on this. Like I started to finally feel it again. And now I'm starting to throw in the offseason. And I and like I got away, the, like the oblique, I think, put me into some bad habits because I was trying to get back so quick. I started like coming around everything. Now I'm fully like everything's ready to go my arm feels better than I ever could have imagined. And like my direction to home is completely back to where it was, but like now I feel healthy. So that was a very long explanation of, I think that I'm going to terms of how like anything can happen in a baseball season, but in terms of the confidence going in and how I feel, this is probably the best I've ever felt.
1: Good. Yeah. Um, Are you looking forward to being hated? Not you individually but being part of now is this is like evil empire part two for Mm -hmm. a lot of baseball fans. Are you looking forward to that for the first time? I don't, I want to say like, I don't. And like I said, I don't have the experience. I don't know what it's like to be on the Dodgers. I
0: want to say, I don't, I don't think I'll care that much. Like, I think that's it's, it's sports. Like that's what sports is. People hate the good team. Like, that's just, it's like a small little thing in relation to like the things I care about in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, as bad as it gets, it's like you're still playing a game for the Dodgers. Like, the worst-case scenario is obviously very stressful. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like relatively speaking, that's what I'm telling myself right now. Maybe I'll fucking hate it in season. But I'm like, I don't – even as bad as it gets, it's like, like – and then comparing it to even one of, like, the worst feeling I had on a baseball field in, like, 2017, I'm like – I think if I could have gotten like through that, that's not like a fan thing, but it was just more of like a me baseball brain thing. If I I don't think it'll ever get that bad again to where like I'm not super duper worried about it and like people will hate us. But that's just how that's how sports are. That's what makes sports so entertaining. People, you know what I mean? Like the hatred. Like, it's, it's like a mini little game of war, but we don't no one fights
1: anymore. Like, I don't know, maybe, but you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Um, you know, you, you, had a real family atmosphere there in Tampa and because yeah. you got traded in the off season, I'm sure you didn't get to say all the goodbyes you wanted to, who was the toughest call that you had? I mean, like, I, I think talking to like Snyder
0: or Kyle or motor, like the coaches, especially and then Eric to Neander. Cause I was so close with him and then like so many players, like, I think Player wise, like it was always such a new team. You know what I mean? Like, to where like I I'd get like one of my best friends, or like Duffy was on the team, and he's like, oh, he's gone. And then I got immune to it. And then Brasso was like my fucking, like one of my best friends. And it's like, you're playing with him and now he's gone. So I just kind of like developed a, like, I don't know, like people are just going to be gone. And what nowadays, I like, you can see people while playing in season. You can also see them in the off season. You can FaceTime. You can like, you don't really ever feel removed. And I'm a dude. So I'm like, even my best friends back home, I talk to them three times a year. And then when you hang out with them, nothing has changed. So, you know what I mean? It's not like a, I guess it was never a, a crazy thing like that. But I think the, a, a lot of it is like front office and coaches and, and stuff like that, which is weird. because. But like players I'll always have, you know, talk to and everything like that, but maybe not as much with coaches because I'm on a different team now but i went i over, went over to eric's house after i got traded for like 2 hours and just like drank a beer with him and like kicked it in his backyard and stuff so that was that was cool and i'll always be able to like talk to him and i live in tampa in off season so it's like i'll see you again
1: <laughs> that's amazing i don't think a lot of people would go hang out with their gm after they just got traded
0: no i don't think so either <laughs> that's why the Razors are sick and that's why i think even Eric, too, obviously the trade, like the package of the Dodgers, I think was like his favorite trade. But he was also like, I know Andrew and like I know the way the Dodgers operate. Like you are going to do well there. Like this is the same type of atmosphere, same type of vibe. Talking to Eric and talking to Andrew, they're literally brothers. Like they have the same, even the way they talk, it's crazy. Like I think that's the same way they think and – I only know like a little bit of it, but I was like, Oh dude, this is very similar. And the coaches are all very similar too, like the philosophy because Andrew was with the Rays, Like it's, it's very similar. So it doesn't feel that different, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: A yeah. couple more things. and I'll let you go uh, hang out at your, by the way, is this like her childhood home that you're living in?
0: This was, so her mom is like an insane home builder. She would like, this is a long story. Not a long story. It's not that long. She would buy a house and then she would just tear it down and then build one up and then not have, you know what I mean? And like she used to work for like a builder and then she learned how to do it and just did it herself and she would build up sick <laughs> thick ass houses and then after two years, the capital gain thing and then she would sell it and then do the same thing or while she was living there, she was building another house and then sell it and like, so jump around. So they bought this and they're going to tear it down and build it up. And so she's we're just like in this house right now that they I think they've been in here for like five years or something like that um and so she's just going to do the same thing here so we're just chilling waiting to to get out so that she can tear it down that's amazing <laughs> that's true really yeah cool. she's also doing the renovations at my house like she's like basically handling all of it I have a gc but she's like doing she's upset she is as obsessed with that as I am with baseball it's insane she's so good at it and like and doing the whole renovation process like learning all that stuff has been awesome like i'm nowhere near learning when i need to but like it's been cool kind of like learning that stuff and talking about everything and she's here every night so we just like chat it up it's cool
1: she i mean i can only imagine like we my wife loved you she was like oh my god are you kidding me like what what a she was like he's adorable oh, nice. he's got a great personality the whole bit <laughs> i can only imagine what your girlfriend's mom thinks
0: i got to ask her. I don't know. I'm sure there's times where she's like, get the fuck out of my house. Nah, but like I for the most part, so. no, it's been like, it's been really cool, actually. And like, I think her family is awesome, too. So it's it's her and I and I will comfortably say, like, I don't think I could live at someone's house for two months. Like, you know what I mean? Like two mm-hmm. two parents house for two months. And it's I don't even think about it because I'm never I'm not home that often. Like I work out in the day and then I'm doing stuff and driving back and forth and I get home like 630, eat and like go to bed. Um, but I definitely think this is like the a very rare group of people that I can do this with. They're like the chillest humans ever. So it's been very like not stressful at all. I enjoy it. I don't mind it at all. Um,
1: I could I could live at your house too. Your wife and you. That'd be, I, that would be very easy. I told. What did I text you? What did I text yeah. you? The minute You got traded. I said we have high you ceilings. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean. Yeah. I gotta do what You know, I've got a son that's six five, and you're you know true. So he he gets around here just fine. If Didn't the one watch. just go
0: to college too? I'll just take his room and put all my stuff in boxes and leave it in there like I have here.
1: Hey, don't kick him out of the house yet. I have got one more <laughs> semester in high school with Oh yeah, yeah, and that's right, that's then right. Then he's going next semester he's... though.
0: Fuck off, Brady. I'm getting that room. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a great
1: room, by the way. Might be <laughs> uh, the best uh, room in go. the house. So yeah, you Ooh. can have it. It's got a gamer Good. system already set up. If you're into that, nice. not much of a gamer, but I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, yeah, he's, he's whatever you need. We can we can take care of it. <laughs> Um, you went to Peru mm-hmm. okay best thing that you took away from Peru is what experience wise
0: the the Inca trail was the sickest part going up into Machu Picchu and we had like the coolest where's this video did I post this or is this Megan I posted
2: this I think uh, I, don't even know. Whatever. I think I found it from Megan
0: Oh, okay cool yeah I saw like she's way better at the content <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she's so much better at doing the content stuff um, but yeah, it was the, like the Inca trail, what we're doing right now. And then walking up to Machu Picchu and, and our travel guide knows someone in their family. They used to date or something. So he's from, um, Lima, I think, no, he may be from, I don't know, somewhere in, in Peru. And, and he like knows really good English. So we went with him and he's like, we're going to go a little later and we're going to stay like past closing. Cause like, I know the dudes and I'm like boys with them. So like everyone was gone. And we just got to go up there and it was like alone. And he was the best travel dude ever. He was giving us like everything step by step. And there's all that like magic surrounding the Inca trail and like how like when the Spanish came in, like the Inca natives basically moved to the mountain, didn't tell anyone built this insane thing. And then there's like the whole speculation about like the the blocks there were like built by aliens because nobody still knows how they like constructed the perfectly like symmetrical stones. So he was just giving us all this magic while walking around, and it was I was very like immersed in the in like the the atmosphere, I guess, and we were basically alone. So we did that, and it was insane. That was by far my best day. And then going to like those the sand desert dune things were sick, and just going to like the small towns. Like I didn't really like the huge big cities, but like um...
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is great. We are showing that you doing a llama.
0: She's <laughs> stuck <So, laughs> yeah I was getting the llama I didn't even post that it's, yeah it's me and llama we're in like standing in Machu Picchu and there's just llamas chilling there it's insane so like that those towns are the, the sickest not like the big cities but like the little small ones where everyone lives in those yeah. that was the the sickest
1: yeah next time you take this journey though yeah I would not have done that before being traded and signing my extension
0: it's, that's like that's safe. Let me tell you. like there's workouts whatever, that whatever they'll do like in season that' I have to be more dangerous than that. It looks steep but it's not like the Incos were smart. They're not gonna like you're gonna it, fall off. Everything is very stable and good to go. like was, okay,
1: yeah, that's good. Um, finally, I'm not uh, one to uh, I appreciate our judicial system. I don't know if you saw the video out of Las Vegas where a guy gets his probation revoked or whatever. And he attacked the judge by jumping over the bench and going skyward.
0: oh that, my God I've no, seen,
1: seen this no that's the first time I've seen that that dude's an athlete. holy shit. so do we get mad at him because there's no way this should ever happen in a courthouse in this country ever or do yeah. we give him a hell of a lot of credit because he cleared that thing with zero problem?
0: I'm going to say it with all seriousness. N- no, no credit. <laughs> you can't, you can't do that. No chance. That's, I don't know the whole backstory behind it too. Like, I don't know. Did he deserve it? Did he not? There's a whole lot of stuff, but regardless, you can't do that. you can't really like violence doesn't ever is never the answer. But if we're just going strictly no context athlete, that's, that's crazy. Cause those desks are like pretty big. I, I am mean, assuming,
1: and that was incredible. He didn't even. It appears that he didn't even hit his legs on the bench. Oh, look at this guy taking yeah, it. Yeah, wow, My that's God. a bad he's, punch too. That guy's got.
0: Oh, he's going. He can't go hammer fists. What are you doing? He's got his knuckle up too. There, Is that, that Jimmy cop's Fallon? Got,
1: that cop's got good punches. Yeah, that does the question. We got to see it one more time. I, I really yeah, don't think he hit his legs on the bench. I want Someone needs to go measure that. That's a jump, dude. That's and hey. I
0: that sucks too because now he's gonna go to jail and like all that talent's wasted. Honestly, though, courtyard pickup basketball, fucking overall first overall pick <laughs> every time. You just feed him down low, hit a hit a fucking a little short jumper and a dunk. It's game <laughs>
1: over. D- drop step, he's in the lane.
0: Yeah. Boom, Look at that too. It. The knee, the right knee up, he would be a good high jumper too. That's like the same mechanism to do high jump. Damn, so much potential. Fucking wasted. Oh, he's going he away smokes. for a long time.
1: Yeah, and the judge just didn't have the lateral quickness to get out of the no. seat. Yeah. yeah, she wasn't ready for it, too. Not warmed up. No, she's she
0: fine, though. That's good. I'm good that everyone's everyone's good. We can all we can laugh about it now. Yeah, I'm sure she's still pretty shook up, but Hell hopefully yeah. she's
1: fine. <laughs> if, if you were the judge and that happened to you, do you show up to work the next day? I think whether or not it was, like, traumatizing, I'm not going to work.
0: Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Depends if she likes her job. Like, if she, she could, you know what I mean? Like, if she was like, oh, I got to go to another, I got to go to, like, if she hated her job, that's a perfect opportunity to be like, I need like a, like a, a week to stay home and cope and, and like hang out. Or if she loves it, she's just gonna be like, no, I'm cool. I'm gonna go back to work. I think it's, it all depends though. That's a pretty scary scene. Like, I think there's yeah. probably some, like, probably some scary, like, I don't
1: know, maybe I'd have to ask her, but it just would depend. I'm sure there's probably a, a couple days missed there. You could be pretty badass though if you show up to work the next day. Where you're like, "Hey, listen, I ain't happy about it, but I'm here." Yeah, Here's how we do it. I'm sure too. The safety precautions like oh, probably yeah. go up. There's definitely some uh, people next to her packing. Maybe a little extra. Yeah, exactly. Has anyone interviewed her after? Is she like I? I don't. I haven't seen it. Really? Um, I hope yeah, she's, she's doing fine. I just
0: like sat here and joked about it for 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> but come on, it was it, it was, was the pretty, best thing it, that we've seen. Yeah. Uh, pretty pretty incredible. You have to give credit where credits due. <laughs> it was pretty remarkable. Uh, if there's anything we can do to um, make your stay out in Los Angeles more enjoyable, please let us know. And Thank you. Um, you know, if you need, you already have done the whole house hunting thing, right? A little bit.
0: Yeah, I'm looking still, like waiting on rentals and stuff. But I've been I've been peeping a lot of different places. So I'm like, I'm excited. Everywhere I've looked, I'm like, this is going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, just just so you remember now, you got to pick somewhere. Where you don't want to be dealing with an hour traffic each way. I'm just telling. I you. know it seems inevitable at this point, though. Like,
0: no, I guess not really. But some, a lot of people live in like Sherman Oaks, which I guess you can miss traffic Manhattan Beach with like the express, but that's like seems really long. And then some people live in Hollywood, that might be the longest, just because like get to go down Sunset and then go on the Five or whatever one that is.
1: We will talk offline. Uh, yeah, some please. Some things have happened in Los Angeles since you last, uh, you know, spent I've heard. some time here. So. You know, we'll uh, we'll try and help smooth whatever bumps there are on that. Okay, perfect. So tell your family hello. Tell Ted and Carly congratulations. That's very exciting for them. It's mm-hmm. going to put a, a damper on the uh, wine tasting for them. I know. For to- Carly, she's bumming. It sucks. Yeah. yeah, I know. She's handling it well
0: though. She's the least drama pregnant person I've ever met in my life. I think yeah. she like works out still while doing it. So it's impressive. She's pretty. We just went to Mexico for New Year's and she was just hanging out the whole time, kicking it, drinking water, just chilling, five months pregnant, cellulitis.
1: I'm not there anymore. It's fine. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Sounds fun. All right. Well, uh, tell Megan's family we say hello and thank you so much for making some time for us. This is very exciting now that I've got, Two Rose Rotation kids on one team. This is a this I is a know. first for us. This will be nice. You're gonna love Miguel Rojas. He's a great dude. He's that was awesome. the one who got talked up the most. All the Dodger guys were like he's the best. Even all the staff is like this guy's the best. He's awesome. He's the best. He is yeah. The best. They, they just better hang on to him. That's all I'm telling you. You need a guy like that in your clubhouse for sure. Um Happy, healthy New Year to you. Congratulations on all of your success. Very excited for you, and very excited for us here at the Rose Rotation. It's great seeing you and great catching up, man.
0: Appreciate it, dude.
1: Thanks, guys. Uh, For our one-of-a-kind producer, Robbie Shirocco, and the newest Dodger, Tyler Glasnow. I am Chris Rose. We will see you next time here on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media.